You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Thanks for joining me on this Thursday. I'm honestly super like stoked for the weekend ahead uh, as we wrap up our Recalibrate series at all of our Eastside campuses and online. And I have a message you need and everybody you know needs in light of the last two years. It's on perseverance. I'm excited to share it with you. It's a great opportunity to invite someone. These past couple days, we've been looking at a story in Acts 10 when the Apostle Peter experiences what I'm calling a second conversion, and his world is rocked. Yesterday, we saw that breakthrough moment when God opened his eyes and his heart to people who didn't share the same ethnicity that he did. Peter had grown up in an environment where he was prejudiced against anybody that wasn't a Jew. And it's just an amazing story of how God worked. And if you missed it, you can go back. You can read all about it in Acts chapter 10, or you can watch yesterday's podcast. But Peter's example is a good reminder to all of us that even after we become a follower of Jesus and Jesus rocks our world, that Jesus wants to keep rocking our world with an ongoing work of transformation. Philippians 1.6 says that he who began the good work in you will be faithful to complete the work he began in you. Let me give you a couple of examples of God rocking someone's world with a second conversion. Mary and Wallace Kamau are two of the most remarkable, brightest, capable people I've ever known. Over 20 years ago, Wallace and Mary, college-educated professionals from Kenya, looked around the Mathari Valley, one of the oldest and poorest slums on the planet with over a million people outside of Nairobi, Kenya. And they used to just drive by every day. And then God rocked their world with the needs of the 100,000 children who lived there. No education, no medical care, no daily nutrition, no one to point them to Jesus, no way out, no future, no hope. And they said, We must do something, do anything to help these kids with what little we have. And with little more than faith and a dream and hope for a better future, they rented a two-room house and started a preschool for 50 children. With the help of Eastsiders and many others today, nearly 20,000 children are getting great educations, medical care, nutrition, and are becoming the next generation to change the Mathari Valley. Wallace and Mary were Christians already, but this was like a second conversion where God rocked their world, and the impact is quite amazing. Sometimes God uses crises in our lives when we're completely broken, not only to heal us, but to transform us more than we knew possible. Without these challenges, we we, we had to go through. I, I've been friends with a couple named Dave and Robin Schwartz for gosh, over 30 years. Back in 2010, Robin, at the age of 36, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And of course, she went through everything associated with that, double mastectomy, chemo, the loss of every hair on her body, eventually reconstruction surgery. And Robin said to me, interestingly, a few years before that, she said, I started praying that God would recreate me and help me become the woman he never, he or the woman he always intended me to be. And never in my wildest dreams did I imagine cancer would come and and change every piece of me from my physical body to my heart and mind. But indeed, it has, she said. And while every part of this journey has been traumatic, she said, God has remade me through the experience. 
Listen to what she wrote on one of her blog posts on the day she decided to shave what few remaining hairs she had on her head. She said, the crazy thing is that God is so evident in each step that I take. I can't imagine doing this without him. It makes me so sad to think that there are people out there walking through this alone without a God that they can lean on. My walk with him has changed. My conversation with him has changed. It's no longer me rattling off prayers where I confess and ask and thank and adore. I feel him sitting right next to me. So I just say something to him as I think of it all day. And sometimes he responds to me. I've been in prayer all day in the sense that short little prayers that I lift before him while I'm driving or making dinner have just become second nature for quite some time. But now it's like I'm sitting with him at breakfast, at my computer. I'm acutely aware of his presence with me all day long. I'm not sending my prayers up to him. I'm looking him in the face and talking to him. And it's hard to describe how it's different from before, but it just is. It's very casual, very friendly. One other thought she said on this before I retire for the night to sleep for the first time with my bald head. I'm honored that I have the chance to worship the God of the universe during such a dark and complicated time. I've been stripped of any and all defenses. Never have I been so broken. Never have I been so emotional. Never have I been so raw. And I can honestly say that my heart rejoices in God's goodness even now. That's not to say there aren't dark, frustrating times because I do get angry and I do get sad and I feel so resigned, but I rejoice in the beauty and goodness of my God who knows what I'm going through. And for that, I am so grateful, bald head and all. Great quote, isn't it? Sometimes God rocks your world in a church service like he did for so many a few weeks ago when Many of you decided to say yes to Jesus, or last weekend when some of you decided to be baptized. Sometimes he rocks your world as you deal with stuff in your relational world, or your marriage, or your family. Sometimes it's in the tough stuff of life. You just never know when or where God's going to rock your world, when God is going to move. But when he does, we need to be ready. God, thank you for the way that you use circumstances to help us learn things about you and ourselves and grow and stretch and become the kind of people that you want us to be in ways that we never would have otherwise. God, be with those who are in a journey right now, and maybe it's a painful journey, and may they trust you through it to know that deep down you're doing a deep, life-changing, sanctifying work in them. And I ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.